now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amarie Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And Castellanos hits one into deep right center field. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. That means there's no team from the Eastern time zone represented in the ALCS this year. First time since 2011 as the Baltimore Orioles fall victim to that team in Texas. The Not range. the good one. The, well, here's the, the thing. The other one. We're about to find out who the good one is. Because at the end of that game, that entire Arlington crowd was, we want Houston. <laughs> they're going to put it on them boys that have been there for some time. As you know the who door recently is... chanted, we want Houston? Who's that? The Minnesota Twins. Also, Mexico did it one time, but they... that didn't work out for them. Oh, they wanted San Antonio. Yeah, they super want. They wanted to start there. They wanted the Alamo. Yeah, that's what they wanted. That's what they wanted. Yeah, they got it. By the way, they did for a while. Yeah, yeah, they had it. You know who? Uh, that was not Davy Crockett's finest moment. Is it Davy Crockett? Sam Houston, I believe, is involved in that. Yeah, yeah. What in the Sam Houston are you talking about? If we right were now? to get real drunk off Teller for the rest of this first opening hour and then into the second opening hour, which is the middle hour, and then in the last hour, do a dramatic. Like semi drunken, our telling of the understanding of the Alamo, I believe we would do very good. Very good as an entertaining or very good as an accurate? Entertaining. Because I'm born and raised from down the street. Yeah. And I don't know a ton about it. Yeah. Except for that Mexico one, and I'm supposed to remember it. It'd be a lot of me doing this joke. What do you mean, black powder rifles? Yeah. Yeah, just a lot of that. I know more about. Pee Wee Herman's visit to the Alamo. There's no I basement. Know the I know. Alamo. Yeah. <laughs> There's no actual basement in the Alamo. <laughs> you were fooled, Pee Wee. Yeah. Isn't it funny when we were kids how movies would like have like name placement in them? Because there's no reason in that dialogue to say the name Pee Wee. But I know the moment you said it, mm-hmm. the moment you just quoted it, I went back to it. It used to be like that. It used to be like you would do that placement because the name of the thing was Pee Wee. Like, that's the deal. First off, how many Jason Worths do the Phillies have every are in year? The Phillies organization. They got a new one. They every got year. a new Jason Worth. That's congratulations, Philly fan. Yeah. This one's like the great value one, too. It's not actually Jason Worth. No, he's like the exact same. He's like the in look. Looks the same, plays the same, same stats, same spot in the lineup. Isn't it weird that the original Jason Worth wasn't Jason Worth, but it was Hunter Pence? Sure. And now you still call it the Jason Worth? Mm-hmm. Philadelphia always has those guys. Philadelphia is a lot like that um, that National League team that knows they need, like, a white guy. Like, And I get it, all Major League Baseball players, like, all teams have one, but they don't. They don't. Not no. like Philadelphia always does. No. No, you're St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, they're the example. Chicago. You're, you're St. Louis Cardinals are like they make a conscious effort yeah. to be as Caucasian as possible. They're like, even though it'll hurt the lineup, we'll get Ryan Terrio. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, like, hey, you know what we need? We need a little scrappy middle infielder yep. who can get a CNI single to the right side of the field 
and who can't who we got a special order jerseys because he's tiny. One one we bottom need one of those. One one bottom of the third right now. Acuna put the Braves up early. Phillies coming back here in the third, and Kyle Schwarber just rolled over the top of the one down the right hand side to advance the runner at first. Two down. The Major League Baseball playoffs with this pitch clock, with the intensity has been as good as any Major League Baseball playoffs that I have ever watched where I'm not rooting for one individual team. Well, I mean, it's the first one in a long time where you're not rooting yeah. for your Cardinals. Correct. Because it seems like they're in it every free The way year. they should be, a bunch of champs. But now it's not just the champs. It's like the come-latelys. The come-latelys are there, which is the Texas Rangers. A Texas-Texas ALCS will be very good. It is so much better than the other option. Never happened before. Is that a fact? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Also, it's not like they had a ton of time for that to be a thing. Houston was in the National League for so very long. You could have really only got there World Series. in a World Series situation. Yeah. And Texas, I mean, when's the last time the Rangers have been in the mix? Sometime? It's been a minute. 30 years? Yeah, it's been, a, it's been since... Nolan Ron Ryan. Washington was doing all that cocaine. Well, that's 06. Yeah. Because they got whooped on by the Cardinals. And I forgot I about them being in the mix in 06 because the greatest story ever told is Game 7, or excuse me, Game 6 of the 2011 World Series. So it would have been 2011. That's the Rangers because that's when Nelson Cruz went back, lacks yep. the day's deal. There it is. Into yep. right field. Yes. Didn't pull in that fly ball. You're correct. He was a chump. 06 was not the Texas Rangers. That was the Detroit Tigers. Yep. They sucked. They got to, how do you get to the World Series and suck? Like, how do you do that? How do you get to the World Series? And just turn and, it off. And just forget pitchers fielding practice. Well, except for my current incantation of these cheating Astros. Yes. The only other time my Astros have been in the World Series, they got swept. And that was, so I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a bunch of friends of the show right now that are like, at least the Rangers aren't as bad as the the, the Cowboys. Hey, Marie, all day we're doing 1996 music because that's the last time the Cowboys were relevant. I'm, in, I'm on it. Also, A. Marie's here, guys. Hey, Marie, welcome. Not if you're watching on Facebook no, Live, yeah. YouTube I, Live. It's almost there. She said forget the live stream today. Mm -hmm. Facebook.com slash TalkABQ. It's almost there. We're join, almost loaded. Join the boys in the Sports Animal live stream. Also text or call the show 505-246-0610. Sports Animal text line. We'll have you on, I guess. I don't hate callers. I know that's a perception, but I'll give you an example. Everyone who calls wants to talk about what? Duke City Championship Wrestling. We can't. We're always talking about football. We can't always, We can't just stop the show. Talk about how sweet and sold out Duke City Championship Wrestling is. Can't do that. Except for this one single solitary segment where we're talking about white, long-haired outfielders yes. for the Phillies. You want to do that, I-9 varsity? bunch. Johnny Damon! Not a Philly. Well, yes. white and long-haired. Philly just put another runner on base with an infield single. Not having the shift has made baseball better. I, for a long time, was like, I'm okay with the shift. Hit against it, whatever. I was of that guy. 
But these guys got to this level doing things a certain way, and now you're allowing these guys to continue to do that thing and be successful and put runs up on the boards? Yes. I thought the moving shift would be a bigger part of baseball this year. Like starting to go with the pitch? Yeah. Yeah. you, You get as close to the base as possible. And then once the pitch starts, run, 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 run. then you go to your shift position. Now with two on runners at the corner, bottom of the third, two, Bryce Harper stepping up. And Bryce Harper is, I believe, the single greatest baseball player outside of Albert Pujols that I have ever seen in person. He is very good. Big hack fouls you one are, off. I mean, obviously, choo-choo, jump on the hyperbole train, but he is really good. I have seen in person... King he don't scur. I've seen Barry Bonds in person. I mean, I've seen some of the best and most capable names in the history of this game ever yeah. played. I think Bryce Harper is in the mix with all of them. Well, I mean, you're not talking about the real Mr. October, Jordan Alvarez. That dude's unreal right now. I saw a split between him and the 2006, no, 2008 Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. 04, the 04 Red Sox with David Ortiz. Well, Where they, they, they should have walked him every time. Yeah, they averaged out uh, their primes over 162 You saw games. this, too. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. And they got, like, the exact career stats. To me, this looks like an unintentional, intentional walk. I don't think they're going to throw him a strike. Bryce Harper looks at one just in the dirt. Yeah, Jordan Alvarez, number two all time. Not just this year. All-time history of playoff baseball, number two OPS. Oh, Bryce Harper just hit one into the ocean. They threw him a strike, and look what he did with it. Tried to told you. That's a triple-decker. Tried to told you. Hey, Marie, he hit it. So, you know, whenever the sun starts to set on a stadium, you're like, oh, good, we're going to be in the shaded area. Yeah. That's he, that's where he hit the ball to where the sun first, first touches. Oh. So high. They said it was 408 feet. It looked about 450 to me. It came off his bat at 110 miles per hour. 110 miles per hour is how quickly I turned off the new John Wick series on Amazon. It was bad. You see the Iron Claw trailer today? Well, yeah, because you forced it upon me. I did me not force it upon it's you. Because wrestling. You said, Van, if you don't watch this movie with me the day it comes out, I'm not your friend anymore. The third Jason said Worth that just, verbatim. The third Jason Worth on this Phillies team just lined to left. And now the Phillies are just doing it. The Braves are in trouble. Get the pitching. Is Mike Maddox down there? Get Mike Maddox out there. God, man, Jack baseball so good right Why now. Why did they shave that Jason Worth? <laughs> that Jason Worth is really good, but he's left-handed. That Jason Worth right there is the best one they got. They were one pitch away, Marie, from intentionally walking. The bases full for Bryce Harper, which normally you'd be like, oh, this is stupid. They put one over a piece of the plate. Do not throw to him with two no. people on. God, he's so... True. Man off. Oh, that's a good reference. Thank you. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. That's our thing. You don't say. <laughs> Major League Baseball playoffs underway. Obviously, we're going to dive in and out of that all 
day and night long. We're here till 7 o'clock tonight. Tons of NFL news, including headlines, because that's Amory's favorite thing in the whole wide world. I picked up today my uh, winning slip, Amory, that you uh, helped me acquire the other day. I don't know if you remember, but I went. I was the big winner on you were. Sunday. I put it in your box. See, thank you. That's my favorite sentence. So I picked up my slip, and I'm going to, I've decided I'm going to let it ride, guys, is what I'm going to do. Smart. Now, I'm going to go to Isleta, because that's where I have to claim my monies. Mm-hmm. But whenever, and tell me if I had the procedure on this wrong, Amory. I'm going to turn in my winnings alongside a note, a handwritten note that says, open the cash register and place another bet. I'm going to do open the cash register ellipses, and then I'm going to say, fold down, and it says, I'm letting it ride. It it works the best if you're wearing a ski mask. Because of yeah, COVID. Put a ski mask Because of COVID. Good make idea. Them, make them feel safe. This is super smart. Mm-hmm. And my bet for tomorrow is going to be on NFL football, Thursday Night Football. I have the Chiefs to cover. Mm-hmm. And, Amory, now you help me out here. You said the over-under is 47-5. Is that what you said? Yes. Man, As of yesterday. I have to look. 75 points? I think I, they're going to hit it. Is it 475 or no, 47? 47. Okay. Oh, they're going to hit that one easy. That, I think I'm going to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, this might sound stupid, but I think I'm going to do the exact same bet of taking the favored team and the points, and the over. And I, I think I'm only going to do that bet over and over again as they let this ride on different games all the time. The Kansas City Chiefs have a, a good chance of hitting the over by themselves. That's what I'm saying. They'll score 49 points. They'll get seven touchdowns, and they'll pull out Patrick Mahomes. Hey, Mary, tell me if this is a good Halloween costume. Van goes with okay. Travis Kelsey, and I go as Travis Kelsey's mustache. Is that a good Halloween costume? Um, what would you be wearing? I would just shave down to only a mustache and then a shirt that said Travis Kelsey's mustache. No, he goes topless. Oh, good idea. Just and what are you wearing, Van? strip out of his chest hair. So I already shaved my chest hair. I mean, we already talked about it on this program, what I'm doing for Halloween. Well, we're going to multiple parties. We're going to go to we so many multiple, parties. We Lots of people outfits. invite us to stuff. Nice. Do you, hey, do you want to go? No. Okay. You see, this is, and I, for years, I was like, as soon as we get Amory producing, we'll go with Fleetwood Mac everywhere. I said that for years. She would be Fleetwood, and we would be we would be holding the chain. If Amory was the producer, I'm getting more Suge Knight vibes, for sure. Amory, because she dead ass has walks around with a baseball bat, yeah, and won't go with us in public. I mean, it's Suge Knight. Do you still have your late '90s, no doubt, Halloween costume that you used to wear? Uh, no. I don't she does it. have her she Nelly does. Furtado, though. Nelly? No, I never did Nelly Furtado. Making my way downtown. Wait, is that Vanessa Carlton? That's a different one. A. Marie was like a bird. Um, no. She had, she just had like baggy jinkos and a wife beater. Yeah. I mean, that was just normal day-to-day wear, not my Halloween costume. Crop top wife beater. And then she had like some paper mache birds like taped to her shoulder. Nah, yeah. nah. Yeah. On crazy nah, straws. Nah. They're like, who are you? And then when people would ask her about her outfit, she'd go, man, I feel like a woman. That is the wrong song. And That's person. Shania Twain. I don't, here's the thing. I don't know Lilith Fair music, guys. I'm not, I'm not into Lilith Fest or whatever you guys are all about. The way you guys are all about it. All right. First off, you put some respect on Sarah McLaughlin's name. 
in the arms. Uh, all 1996 bangers. Uh, I have them lined up on, in the queue. It's a throwback Thursday. We're throwing back to the last time the Dallas Cowboys had any relevancy in the world of professional sports or a significant playoff win. That is 1996. The second worst year for movies ever. Oh, I forgot. You're so wrong about that. I'm not wrong yeah. about that. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Start. I guess we could lead off of this song. Used to be the closer. This was our closer for a long time. Sure was. It's a good one. The Cowboys won a Super Bowl on January 28, 1996. I love you. They haven't won an NFL championship since. I mean, NFC. NFC championship since. That's so long. That's 27 years. That is a very long time. So many days. Can you imagine having a famous... Right now, there are friends of the show listening to this show. There are friends of this show. 505-246-0610. Say, hey. That simply were not alive on this planet Earth. And they're still, for some reason, dim boys to them. Fill in for this program. Who? One young Jake Cassio. Who's fill in? Was not born. No, not alive. You would have to be born before... January 27th, 1996. If you were not born before that day, you were not alive. Also, if we're doing the, like, cognitively aware, blah, 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 when do you start recording core memories? It's not, it's not a young age. People lie. People have heard stories about them when they were children and claim them to be their own memories. 38 players for the Dallas Cowboys. You just do this math. In 2023. You're so awesome, dude. 38 players who are on the Cowboys active roster were not alive. That tracks. The last time they went to the NFC Championship. Hey, what does the Cowboys lineage mean to you, uh, star position player? Didn't even even know, man. I don't know. That Romo guy's a good announcer. Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me more about the Alamo. Like, that's what they say. Sit down, Grandpa. But then, you know, we make fun of Cowboys fans. But, like, A. Mauricean right here, her Vikings never even sniffed, like, a Super Bowl. In the modern era. They got no clue. They lost a bunch of them back in the day. In the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> They're the Bills of the 70s. A. Marie was born in the 80s. She doesn't even, she doesn't have a single taste of what that is. She thinks she knows what delicious chocolate tastes like. She's never even tasted chalk. She has no idea. You don't get it either. I guess you do. 96. I was very wanted- much alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was he a wanted- teenager. 97, that a, yeah. That was a big deal in my teenage years. You, you also won a Super Bowl like 12 years ago. Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Years do you ago. count that one? What do you mean? The Favre one is a more big of a deal than the Rodgers one. 
In what way? Because that was their first one since the first two Super Bowls? Yeah. There's such a big drought. Also, and I'm not trying to be a jerk and, like, derail the segment, Brett Favre didn't suck then. He was, like, cool then. Oh, you mean, like, as a human? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he may have sucked. We just didn't know. He was, like, cool and a lot of fun on the field his whole career. Like, even when he retired, he was like, he could have played another year or two more. He did. He played for the Jets. Yeah. No, I mean, a year or two more than that. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oops. Once you got to the internet age and he started whipping his dong out and he started stealing from poor people, like, ugh. He loves stealing from yeah. poor people. But, like, the guy on the field? Yeah. He's I, cool. I've never stolen from poor people. Wranglers. I've definitely have stolen. I steal. No problem. Well, bits for this program all the time. Faceless corporations? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Duh. I'm like the Robin Hood of bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I steal from really good radio shows, and I give them to, to bad radio shows. So let's let's ask you. I'm going to put Van and I against you, Fred. Yeah, go ahead. Naturally. What was better for you, the 2000 Super Bowl or the 2022? Nice. The 2000 Super Bowl. I'm talking about when uh, your Rams have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was 99. That, to me, is a teenager who loved the Rams. And I mean, like, sweated the Rams. Sure. Like, at that time, I would have been like, Rams greater than Cardinals. At that time. Oh, wow. That's a big deal. I'm, you, I'm trying to put it in perspective. <laughs> the greatest show on turf. I'm talking, like... Air Cariel, like we're talking the whole thing, right? The tackle by Mike Jones on the one. Oh, Kevin Dyson just stretched out like a failure, Mm -hmm. like a loser on the field. And Steve Savard doing the radio play-by-play. So 99 then? The gateway to the West is the gateway to the best football team on the planet. Okay, that's dumb. Did he really no, say that? That's what he said. That's 100% what he oh, said. Oh, man. But I hate the Los Angeles Rams. And that's why I didn't even get your reference at first, Amory, because I have no association with them winning the 2022 Super Bowl. They beat the Bengals. Probably got lucky. I don't remember. I know I didn't watch it in its entirety. I know that for a fact. We were there. I know. You know what we did do? I got so drunk. What we did do? What we did do is walk around downtown LA and check out all the rioting. That oh, happened. that was weird. They set a bus on fire and turned it over. They and then I don't know in what order. I think there was also a graffiti part of that as well. Mm-hmm. A like, lot of graffiti everywhere. So much graffiti. And Amory, these weren't like in Philadelphia. There's a couple big cities. Philadelphia is one. There's a couple big cities to where it's all townies. Like, they never leave their sure. big city. Yeah. So, whenever their team does well, like, we're looking right now at Philadelphia. They're up 6-1 over the Braves. And Ooh, they seem nice for now. Yeah. Hammer down. But these people are all from there. When yeah. their team wins, that's the thing. Sure. You know who lives in L.A.? No one from L.A. Zero people from L.A. What I saw from the rioters, it just looks like a bunch of jerks who wanted to destroy property. We saw a lot of peaceful partying, a lot of ragers, a lot of people getting real loose, 
no one doing any damage to public property. Then they're just like roaming bands of misfits. I'm gonna say something causing trouble. I'm gonna say a controversial thing. Are you guys ready for this? I don't hate drugs. I don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. I don't love drugs. Okay. I don't hate them though. Like if you want to do drugs as a way that you, whatever Aaron Rodgers style or Lawrence Taylor style, okay. like you can like, yeah. like whatever the there's a big gray area. The big yeah, those two. all the yeah. area in between. As long as you don't harm others, let me give you a, a big caveat on that. Sure, I don't like others being harmed. Yeah, you're not hurting yourself or anyone else. Go crazy. Go crazy. Sure. Yeah, ketamine. Sure, go get it. Don't care. Allegedly, it helps a lot of people. A lot of people have claimed that. Yeah. yeah. If you catch Van on the right night after he's had a couple of Fred Lights, I'll tell you how microdosing is. Is the Van's not a medical professional? Do not. I'm not. To a, no, I'm not a doctor. But I've done a lot of research. See, yeah. Okay, Aaron. A lot of research. Hey, go get your go get your fifth ayahuasca, Aaron. Not only have I done a lot of research, I've done a lot of experimentation with myself. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> You remember, like, I tried to be like Jonas Salk. Mm-hmm. You're like, listen, I could solve polio. Yeah, sure. I don't. Right in the thigh. I don't need a test dummy. I don't need a series of yeah. small mammals. Huh, I, I, went, got, I got me. I went looking for a test dummy. <laughs> tested uh, on me. I, I looked right in the mirror and I found one. That's <laughs> yeah. what. Uh huh. We're ready to rock. And soon we're ready to roll. That's you. Whenever you test stuff. Drugs. Only drugs. I right. shouldn't have said stuff. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. So wrapping up the 30-year conversation, A. Marie, it's the 1999 Rams, who I believe you're correct, did play in 2000. Yeah, I was going to say. The game was in January 2000. Isn't that stupid how they can't just do it beforehand? I, I know. And now it's in February. It's the second weekend in February. Why don't we just let's start the year sooner? Good. Finish everything New Year's Day. Take that college bowl series, which is about to be 45 games. But there's, except for my birthday, there is nothing going on at that time of the year, though. So it's kind of important that it wraps up then. In February? Yeah, right Right after that's over, then the weather turns, and we got baseball again. February's a banger this year. The, that, so, we, so obviously Royal Rumble is the last week of January, so we'll go okay. to that. That's a given. Sure. Get a week off. Yeah. That week off is important. Very. For the Pro Bowl? Question mark? Never. What else is going on then? I think they got another Jason Worth. I believe oh, wait, that's, no, that's the same that's one. That's the Never. same one. They turned the lineup over. Never mind. You're talking about the Phillies. They only have, the Philadelphia Phillies only have three Jason Worths this year. This one is Marsh. Tuckman Marsh? Tuckman Marsh. He's a hacker. Then we'll hit the Super Bowl, which will be fine. Oh, Radio Row. That's what we do that week. We'll go to Radio Row. It's a lot of hard work. Then we'll do the Super Bowl. And then, I think Burt Kreischer is in town immediately after that. We have to give away tickets to that. So oh, that's yeah. Good. When are we giving away Burt Kreischer Yeah, Amory, when are we giving those away? when are we giving away Burt Kreischer tickets? Are we giving those away soon? Also, if you text Taylor to 505-246-0610, we're giving away tickets this upcoming Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Winrock Theater so you can watch uh, the new Taylor Swift uh, movie. So there you go. Which is her era's tour. Her Just let her know. Because she hates... Spanish people, first off. Hold up. What? And the indigenous. Can't, and why? emerging economies. Have you ever heard our Minnesota accent? Very funny. Because the Ares tour is not coming to Albuquerque. Okay, I see what you did there. Yeah. Where would she perform? Where couldn't she perform? We have Anywhere. 
Yeah. We have wonderful needs, venues all over the place. We have a, a huge football stadium that how long, traffic how? can kind of get in and out of. You get 15,000 people at Tope Stadium? Yeah. Well, we can get, what, 8,000 at Rio Rancho yeah. Event Center? What, is she afraid that her light-up bracelets won't work inside of there? Like, 10,000 at the amphitheater? They absolutely will. Well, you're you need more, way more yeah, than 10,000. You need, 10, we need like 100,000. We had a lot of more exclusive. We had good examples. You ruined the whole thing. Yeah, 10 nights in a row. To, okay, hold up. Don't hate that. <laughs> yeah. I would go, if there, if Taylor Swift was here 10 nights in a row, I would go 10 nights in a row. I would go one. Amory, I would let you go one, but I would try to book you as an opener. Because as your manager, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a much better... For you, I feel like that crowd is there. That crowd would hit for. And also, if you went up there and did a whole set on Taylor's failed relationships, get a lot of laughs. I think she doesn't have that much time. She got to do a tight five. Yeah, yeah, for Taylor, Mm -hmm. there's way more than five minutes. Philadelphia is trying to run themselves out of the inning. They don't. They now have a runner on third, two down, bottom of the fourth. Amory, can we stick with it till the inning's over? No one's a Phillies, though. It's going to probably take forever. Yeah, you can. Thank you. 6-1. And it's only best of five, too. If you're not watching Major League Baseball playoffs right now, you may have forgotten best of five sure. to open this bad boy up. The Orioles got eliminated last night. That was fast. They're gone. Adios. Texas v. Texas. And if Philly doesn't get in, well, they will. <laughs> but God, the Braves and the the Braves have just collapsed here. Hey, what about that? I mean, that one-handed Austin Riley home run. Yeah, and then the double play to end the game. You're talking about last night. Yeah, or turn, two nights ago. Or two nights ago, completely changed the momentum of the series. Philly did not scare. Philly went back home yeah. and was like, we'll put a six-burger well, on you. You know, I think we started the show with it on Tuesday when Monday night, Bryce Harper is, uh, what'd you call him? A, a nincumwhat? Uh, he committed a toot blam. A toot blamer. Yeah. We said, ah, they're in trouble. They weren't in trouble at all. When we get back, more Major League Baseball talk. Also, we haven't really even got into this why I'm so mad at the Cowboys thing today. Yeah. Because I'm super mad at the Cowboys. So we'll get into that today. I'm not mad at the 49ers. I'm mad at both of them. What we need to do Let's is tell you all about it. We need, yeah. You're not mad at both, though. Like, you're you're kind of mad at one. You're very mad at the other. But, you're, it's like, you're on my team here. Ever so rarely am I on your team I need about your, a subject. I need your support in this. When you, start, when you let that hot take out, I'll let you know if I'm on board. What if we did a drive where Cowboys fans could come and donate their crappy Cowboys gear and we would trade them 49ers gear? I'll tell you what. Let's do that exact same thing, but we do it at the Duke's team store. Oh, and we give you Duke's gear? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go. Amory, hey, I have an update on your Brentwood baddies stuff whenever we get back. It's tuning on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh. Turns out Tommy Matola was not always her baby. Nice. You guys remember in sixth grade when I was at the Dare Dance slow dancing with Lacey Ray and Mr. Brubaker slid the Bible between us because we were too close during this song? Do you guys remember that? 
The Bible? Walk around. The Bible's, I mean, maybe like a balloon? He walked around with the Bible and would slide it between our bellers because we were too close. Slow dancing as sixth graders at the Dare Dance. Okay, Listen that is Carey. legit. Number one, that's legit creepy. It's Midwest stuff, dude. And number two, that's, the Bible's like two inches wide. Like, that's not That's not enough to yeah, keep you apart. Maybe, maybe your Bible, but. The, you're not hip to hip anymore, like. You're still nip to nip. Friend of the show, Gabe Gambino, says on the Sports Animal Live chat, facebook.com slash talkABQ, leave room for Jesus. I think that's very correct. Joining us on the Friend of the Show hotline, friend in real life, Ned James. Welcome to the program, brother. What up? Hey, what's happening, guys? Great show. Thanks for having me in. Are you about to make fun of the Cowboys with us? What's up? No, man, I don't make fun of the Cowboys. I live in Albuquerque. <laughs> you might get shanked here. Man. You better not talk bad about them Cowboys. Here. So good. You, uh, I know you and I have had this talk off the air, but I'm excited for you to bring it to the air. You got a pretty good little Super Bowl story, what we were just going over. Yeah, well, I've got a Rams story, a St. Louis Rams All right. story. Um, and it, it, I don't know if you remember, Craig Ironhead. Hey, when we were talking about our dad, that made me think of the story, and I know your dad. You know, he's beaten an illness, and my dad beaten kidney disease. So, you know, we were kind of talking about yep. my dad uh, at the press conference. And I thought of a story my dad always tells me about about Ironhead Hayward because my dad grew up with Craig Ironhead. A lot of people don't remember Craig Ironhead Hayward. I do. He played for the Saints, and then he played for the for the St. Louis Rams. Went to Pittsburgh. But went to Pitt. Went to the University of Pittsburgh, yep. yeah. And um, what a lot of people don't remember, my, my dad would tell me the story about how he grew up with Craig Ironhead Hayward's mother in a little small town in South Carolina. And what really happened in that little small town was that um, his mom was a bigger lady, so she was a lot bigger than most uh, you know, other women and for her age. Right. And so older guys would hit on her. And so he, he, my dad told me about how um, she was like 13 or 14, and you know, guys in their 20s would hit on her. And she knocked this guy out cold-blooded because he's a big, strong woman. What? And uh, so I was telling this story with Isaac Bruce, Craig Ironhead, he were some of the guys from the Saints. I was coaching with the Saints at the time. Sure. And I was explaining to them, and I was hoping that Craig wouldn't punch me. But I said, Craig, I got this story I got to tell you. My dad told me this story, so I've got to tell you because we've got to, you know, pass this along to our kids and our, you know, tradition. And I said, I, I just don't want you to be offended. And so when I told him the story about his mom knocking out this grown man, you know, everybody's laughing. Like, Isaac Bruce is laughing. The guys on RSA, Wayne Martin, some of those guys on the sure. are laughing. And Craig looks at me, and I'm thinking he's going to punch me out for telling the story. And he stops everybody from laughing. He says, hey, hey, hold up. He says, that's nothing. You want to know how she met my dad? <laughs> she broke his arm and had to take him to the hospital, and then eventually they got married. So that's my Craig Ironhead Hayward story because he said his mom was just this big, strong woman. So a lot of people don't remember Craig Hayward was like a 300-pound running back. Sure. Um, and uh, he was a big guy. But my dad would always tell me about how big he was. Now his sons are playing. Cam Hayward is the son. Cam Hayward. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I've been meaning to tell them. I, we played Pittsburgh when Hayward was there. I don't know if he was injured or something when I was with uh, Cleveland and uh, or Tennessee, I think. And um, I didn't get a chance to tell because I'm trying to keep the story, you know, passing through generations. My dad just loves the story because he always talks about how tough of a woman Craig Ironhead Hayward's mother was. So that's my St. Louis Rams story for the day. Love everything about it. Well, obviously, you, you also mentioned, Ned, that you would never talk negatively about the Cowboys. You just want to say a bunch of positive things about Brock Purdy before we go? or Well, Brock Purdy, you know, people just have to kind of 
Be a little patient. Everybody is making them out to be Joe Montana. That's me. You know, I'm doing that. We haven't even got to the halfway point of the season yet. They've got a really good team. And, you know, chemistry and all those kind of things play a big factor in, in how well you play and, and injuries and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, I, I think Purdy's exceptional. He's playing fantastic. But uh, we've got to pump the brakes a little bit with him. Uh, I think he's good. But, uh, you know, season's just getting started now. So let's uh, let's get to the halfway point before we start uh crowning guys MVP. The kid's undefeated. I mean, he's the best of all he time. He never lost a game. Literally, <laughs> number one. Oh, yeah. And he probably won't ever lose a game. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, geez, OP, let the guy, you know, okay, yeah, he's playing well with a great, you know, supporting cast, and, and that's, that's great. And, you know, the chemistry and the Shanahan uh, duo, the, the dad and the son coaching, they say the dad never leaves the building. Nope. You know, so that's, that helps, you know, with the, with the offensive game plan. So, um, you know, they look like the front runners right now. But uh, let's let's get to the halfway point of the season before we start crowning champs. Well, if, if they, if they keep Hall that jacket, if they keep that roster together, he might never lose. They're so good. You could put fifteen NFL quarterbacks in that roster, and they're going to be undefeated. He's definitely one of them. Well, yeah, he's looking good so far. So I mean, uh, keep your fingers crossed that he doesn't, you know, get injured again or something happens. You know, some of those. Star, but but they've got enough good players, and I, I think their system is pretty pretty tight, and their culture is pretty tight. So I think it's gonna it's gonna be they're gonna be a tough out for anybody. But like I said, it's hard to win a game in the NFL. It's even harder to win a playoff game. So hey, let's see. You put you put Cooper Rush or Garner Minshew on the Niners, they would have scored eighty on That's the Cowboys. One hundred percent true. Yeah. <laughs> so we're cowboy bashing today. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Hey, one. <laughs> One curveball for you before we let you go, Ned. And by the way, thanks for taking the time, Ned James, joining us on the front of the show hotline, Sports Animal Hotline. Lobos are favored big at home this weekend over the one and five Spartans of San Jose. What do you think the game's going to look like? It's the other way around. San Jose's favored. Oh, did I read that backwards? Plus nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a plus nine. My mistake. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough game. I mean, San Jose has played everybody tough that they've, you know, they should have beat Boise. I mean, I don't know how they let that game get away from them. Boise used two quarterbacks in that game. And I would argue, and I know a lot of people will say, hey, Ned, you're crazy. These are probably the two best quarterbacks in the Mountain West Conference, uh, Shaven Cordero and uh, our guy, Dylan Hopkins. Um, you know, of course, the guy at Wyoming's playing well, but, you know, there's no other quarterbacks that are really in that freshman that's up at Colorado State's playing well. But uh, I would argue these are the two best system guys that are, that are really at the top of their game, senior graduate guys uh, that are playing quarterback right now in the conference. So it'll be a good – you know, people should come out just to watch the, the – the action now. The issue is defense. Now we've got we've got to tighten up on defense and and special teams with the hidden yardage there. I think that those are factors with, with why uh, this team is struggling um, here at the University of New Mexico. And uh, uh, we'll see if those things are tightened up this weekend. Uh, but uh, it should be a good game. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm interested in seeing Shevin Cordero because JJ Buck just loves the guy. He's loved the guy for four years. He right. loves him when he was at Hawaii and now. And so I'm curious to see how he looks. You know, up. Front, up close and personal but you know i'm not really too concerned about our offense i mean we can be productive just don't turn the ball over but you know I'm, the, the defense uh you know they, they've got to step up you know we've got to see something with them and the special teams and i think you know getting white song back and christian washington uh should give a boost to the special teams unit so i'm hoping to see something i'm hoping to see a turnaround with this logo team uh, this weekend i like that analysis i like it a lot i think i know me uh, some sports i think i spoke too much <laughs> <laughs> 
I gave away my pregame show. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I know me some sports, Ned, but I think it's pretty offensive that a one in five team it's kind is of- a eight point favorite on the road. I tell you what, I watched the all twenty two. I don't ever watch the TV copies of the game. I try to watch the coaches' copies. Yep, sure. And boy, you watch those first three quarters of their, them playing against uh, USC. Those two safeties they have are thumpers. And, and, and San Jose, you know, you've got a lot of quality football up there in high schools, um, and uh, they've got two really good safeties. And they really, they really put it on SC early in that game. They went about three quarters with them before SC kind of, you know, with their talent kind of overtook them in that game, but. I mean, they're in a lot of these games. I mean, even though they're one and five, I mean, they're pretty good, and they got a really good coach too. I like this Brett Brennan uh, as a head coach. So, you know, sometimes you know you get you know caught up, and they don't have the, the talent depth that a lot of people have, but uh, they've got some good players. It'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting game, and it's you know it's not that's why they're eight point favorites. I mean, they they're not you know just some some slacky that that's coming in here to play. They're they're not a they're not a bad team. Ned James, you're the best brother. Hey, thank you guys for having me, man. Great show. I like him so much. That's a dude right I like there. Him so much, dude. Me and Ned went to a. I guess earlier this year we went to a baseball game. Just whatever, like just as fans, the Ice Tips game. It's just like listening to the best stories for like nine innings. You know, like it's like a really good day. We don't get Ned out enough. No, he's got a lot of he's, fans. He's, he's we got a lot of crossover. Fill in. Too like he's just like I, yeah he's you're, just like what you're saying Fred he's just like so much fun to listen to he's funny too oh yeah like hip like you know all right this is a little ins- when are we get back we're gonna go a little inside radio it's two minutes on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten the sports animal. me i would have said this came out before 1996 i feel like 94 maybe it was number one in 96 is that the qualification i put the top 100 songs in 1996 how many commercial breaks do you think we have there's no time a marie i also am just picking my fave out of the hundred or the ones that stick out i think be good for radio you don't pe- if you don't play if I ruled the world by oh, Nas get- and we Lauren are Hill. Getting down, bam! Keep them coming back on their toes. Slightly better looking Jason Worth, Bryce Harper, just hit another bomb. Why are they throwing strikes to this guy? Seven one Phillies. I saw Smashing Pumpkins earlier this summer. You sure did. Here, there it is, Letta. I was double booked. That's where I need to go to cash in my winnings is Letta. Billy Corgan also owns a professional wrestling organization. We're actually pretty similar, me and Billy Corgan. Both from Illinois. Mm-hmm. He's tall adjacent, right? Bald. I'm like balding. You'll get there. One day. You're going to tell a radio story. There are guys that are really good at telling stories. You know them. Like, friends of the show know them. They know that person in their life that's like, hey, that dude is funny at parties. That dude's funny at the bar. And, like, the way they tell stories, it's like an art, right? Like, they've retold the same story so many times. Mm -hmm. They know the punchlines. They know the ins and whatever. But it gets different on air, right? Because on air, you can't use certain languages. You can't use, 
um, physical cues to like indicate like punchline, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So a guy that was really good at it forever was this guy Howard Stern. Everyone's familiar with Howard Stern. Yeah, seems nice. Creative bits, creative language, all this stuff. He goes to Sirius XM Radio. He doesn't have to do that anymore. He's just right. dropping swear words. Sure. You're like, this is lazy. This is stupid. So with that said, I didn't know Ned James before I knew Ned James. Like I thought, I was like, oh, Ned James, he's an expert at, you know, obviously UNM and obviously the NFL and he's coached. He's all these things. You go and sit down with Ned James, like in a private setting, like a baseball game or whatever. He's telling radio quality stories. Over. Oh, like over. as you're sitting next to he's him. He's got all of them. He's, and he's ready. He's And like, I don't know if he's worked out these bits. I don't have any idea. But I do know that this stuff would translate to on air. And why aren't we recording it right now? Yeah, you got a bag of chips right there. You mentioned Doritos Cool Ranch. Ned James like, okay, the funny thing about Frito-Lay. Yeah. <laughs> 1974. Did you know that Jane Fonda's daughter runs the entire Midwest region for sales? And I would go, that's, that's wild. Also, I do know that because she married a kid I went to high school with. Oh, well, there's that. It's two men on. 95.9. Am I like the white version of Ned James? Am I just now realizing this? If your new radio nickname is White Ned James. Yes. That is so sweet. Also today, I'm White Dylan Brooks. Two men on. 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.